But I remember being a kid, like, Subway was like, at one point, before Subway had competition, or before they were, like, everywhere. Yeah. Like, they were, they, if you, like, in Chicago, they will have, like, two of them in the same fucking shopping plaza. Right, right. But... I feel like when I was younger, maybe 20, 25 years ago, they had them, but they mm-hmm. weren't like so ubiquitous. Yeah. yeah. Subway and there used was a to little be a bit treat. of a different it was a little bit of a different quality. We used yeah. to buy the big fucking sandwiches. Yeah. We'd get those big boards. Mm-hmm. We get like a six foot sandwich for, for like, like parties or just for, for like a party. Yeah, yeah. Like a birthday party or yeah. a Super Bowl party or something. I love those. I used to get as a the kids' meal. Where it was like a circle bread with like just like a turkey sandwich. Mm. And I used to ask my mom, could I have extra cheese? Ugh. Man, those memories. Did Patty ever say no? No. She always, was the baby. She always she got me extra cheese. cheese. You little spoiled brat. Mm. <laughs> Mommy, I want extra cheese. Anything for the baby. <laughs> <laughs> my siblings feel the same. Way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Hun never got a slice. He, in fact, Patty would just pull a slice of cheese off his sandwich and eat it. She was she's like, we ain't got time for you, Tommy. And then, then Tom and your dad would come and eat all the meat. And Tom, Tommy just had a like soggy bread. Eat this. And it, my brother doesn't like mustard, so they so they went would into cover the it. They would just cover it with mustard. And they're like, you're gonna learn to you're gonna learn to like mustard because. Because Uncle, what's your uncle's name? Ed. Uncle Ed brought us a case of mustard. Uh, so you're eating mustard, Tommy. Yeah. Well, I don't want to eat, well, want, want one. in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up faster. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great being the baby. Welcome to another episode of Inferior Men, the podcast that brings you all things business from two complete failures. And that's me. That's me too. How's it going, Steve? We're back. We're back. We had to to take a few weeks off because you had to get married and go on a honeymoon and do all kinds of, you know, wedding wedding wedding-y stuff. Yeah. Yeah, not a honeymoon, not the honeymoon yet. Well, it was the mini moon. The mini moon, but the sure. smaller moon. What is that? What's what it? is mini moon? Yeah. Well, I Nat and I didn't want to like plan a honeymoon at the same time of planning a wedding, and also gotcha. we didn't want to take the short amount of months that are hot in Chicago to go somewhere else. So we want to save the big old moon for when it's cold here ah. to go somewhere warm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But so you guys went up to Wisconsin. We did. We did Kohler, Wisconsin. They have day spas and they pamper you up there. So where's the real moon? Where's we that? don't know yet. Oh, you guys haven't planned it out. We yet. don't know yet. It's hard. Are you thinking of doing like like a year in kind of thing? Like no, it'll be like year? December. Okay, you're just gonna wait till it gets cold. Yeah. Be like let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Even like maybe even like January because nowadays with this global warming, December is like it's still fine. Pretty tolerable. It's fall. Yeah. But it but it's tricky because when it's when it's cold here, 
it's rainy in a lot of the places that you would want to go. Like it's either cold in Europe or it's rainy in parts of Europe. So you got to find some place that's like hot. And like we want to still do adventure, you know? Hmm. So we don't want to just like lay out on a beach necessarily. Gotcha. So we got to figure it out. If anyone out there has suggestions, I'm all ears. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's let's do a, let's do a little recap of the wedding. Yeah, I'd like to hear your thoughts. How do you think things went? Uh, I think the wedding was great. I think it was perfect. I you know you anticipate so much, and then the day happens, and it's completely different from everything you anticipate in you a th- good way. Yeah, right. No, I, I agree. So, what were the things that you felt? may have fallen short of your expectations but obviously weren't the the funniest thing that we didn't anticipate was (laughs) because we as you know we got married in a a museum versus like a a a church or whatever and so it was a time and glass museum stained glass ancient clocks it was great but apparently they had like higher security Oh my god! <laughs> With like locked doors and locked doorways here. And that there. was ridiculous. <laughs> there was a story that that Matt- one dude was like so. <laughs> that guy was like such a an asshole about it. It was yeah. like, man, you guys are. There are two hundred people right. on like the fifth floor right. of this museum, and you have one. St- like there has to be a fire code violation that's happening right. here. Right. There, Matt told me later, I didn't even realize the story was happening because there was so much going on that day, but at one point, her cousin let you out because you got trapped in between two doors. Like, I was so mad. And the guy was like, you shouldn't have been in there. And you said to him, well, then how did I get in? <laughs> he said, you shouldn't have been in there. He goes, Chris goes, well, how, how did I get in there then? It's true. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like it wasn't like I walked through a door that was like "Do not enter." I just walked into a stairwell <laughs> and walked downstairs and tried to go onto that floor, and the door was locked. And the man was mad at me, and I was like, "But I don't know what like yeah. what was I supposed to do?" Yeah, it was a very funny Chris Torre reaction. Yeah, but that was it. Like that, uh, no complaints outside of that. You know what I mean? And nah. like, if that's the complaint, then hey, I'll With take that it. one guy. That one guy, because um, I was I was petrified that it was gonna uh, rain. I was like so anxious. I kept checking oh, yeah. up until like noon of that day, and you were there. You were there. The whole yeah, time. It just ended up being the hottest fucking day <laughs> ever. It was hot. It was hot. <laughs> just it ended was up being so a day hot. that where people were dying <laughs> they from the heat. Water out. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little rain never hurt anybody, but an unbearable, <laughs> unforgiving <laughs> sun will. Yep. Yep. But that's it. That's it. It was great. It was perfect. It was good, man. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was a nice wedding. Uh, it was a good. It was a good mix of people from from my purview. It was hilarious how the ceremony was like all about the the not as advertised show. Oh yeah, which was great. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. The, the sermon, if you the will. The sermon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm really happy for you guys. It was Thanks, it was, man. It was a great uh, great event. Did we talk about the bachelor party on the show? No, we never have. We never the, talked the about bachelor party, party was also great. You were you were a big hand in that. <clears throat> kind of. You Not really. I just showed up. <laughs> well, so first off. One of one of my things that I hate are right. like reply all yeah. email chains. Yeah, and you know it's fine if it's like two or three, but but uh, uh, the theater people, mm-hmm. 
So Steve's Old Theater, they love these like reply all chains where they'll be like 200. Right. Just bits. 200 email replies. And it's like, God, like y'all, maybe we should just get together at a bar and talk. Yeah. Like this doesn't need to be done in email. And so the planning of this bachelor party got like so like just it went down so many routes where I was like, just tell me where I need to be. Yeah. And how much money you need from me. Right. I, I don't care. You could say, Chris, give me a thousand dollars and be here at six AM. Fine. Right. Garrett Kelly, the Garrett Kelly, yeah, Garrett Polar, Polar Bear, Bear Kelly. Garrett Polar Bear Kelly. Show. He did a lot more uh planning. Uh Brett Manis, a comic book queers. He did a lot of the planning, and yeah. your brother had a little hand in everything too. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know, but I haven't been paying attention. I wasn't paying attention to the chain. I think he did. No, he did. He did. Okay, good. Uh, but yeah, Garrett was like, Garrett was like, yeah, no, Chris, Chris was, you know, Garrett was like, Chris was the type of guy who like was just like netted out. He didn't, he didn't add to it, but he didn't take away anything from it's like, it. Like you guys just tell me what you want to do, and I'll show up. Yeah, it turned out this this like giant like comic book theme. It's just like this is why you don't need me involved in this. Yeah, like I got nothing to contribute. But here. it was great. You had fun. I had a great time. Yeah, and I'm not gonna complain that like you're sitting around with a bunch of friends and you guys are geeking out over like comic books. Like I'm not mad about that. Chris, we showed up at brunch. It was like 10 a.m. Yeah, and I had no idea what the day was, but yeah. we showed up at 10 a.m. and we immediately started talking about comic book stuff. And Chris was like, "Man, I forget." Every time I'm around you guys, I just think that you're going to run out of comic book things. And it to never say. ends. It's like, I don't even, I can't, like, the amount of shit that you guys remember about comic books, like, I don't know my own life yeah. that much. Like, yeah. I don't pay attention to shit where it's just like, how about this episode, like, this edition? And it's like, dude, I don't even fucking remember what I did this morning. Right. Like, I forget what I eat for breakfast. You guys are talking about like all these like issues that you read and like yeah. how passionate you were. I'm like, I don't give a shit about any like I barely even give a shit about my family as much <laughs> as you guys give a shit about comic books. Yeah. 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 It's a it's, it's a, wild. You know, it's a I mean it's nice to see people that care about stuff. Yeah. But boy, that's not me. It's certainly not me. Anyways, it was a great year. It was a great year. It's a good year, man. Good month for you. Good month. Just and then like the nice thing is now with the wedding, we'll do a little newlywed advice towards the end of the oh, show yeah, here. But like, nice. um, you know, things are gonna things are gonna start slowing down. I like it. I'm ready. You. It's nice. It'll be nice. Yeah. It's like a good slowing down. Yeah. You know, like, you know, there's a lot of people, especially at work, a lot of coworkers who are like, oh, you got that ring? It's like, oh, it's like a mini handcuff. And I, I don't feel that. Why? Way. I don't feel that way. Why? What? Why would they say that? First off, like, who the fuck did they marry? That life is so right. bad. Right. They made. They obviously made a bad decision. But also, like, that's like the douchey yeah, dude it's so thing cliche. to say. Right. It's, it's the like, cliche shut up. thing to say. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I feel great. No, I actually love my wife. I yeah. actually want to. I actually want to be around her. You right. fucking dope. Right. We could talk about weddings till the cows. Yeah, come we home. gotta get the business because that's what people are tuning in for. They this- want. Is our show? <laughs> they want the business. They want the business. Um, we missed out on a lot on the the break, but we're we're catching up. One thing that happened this past week, Chris, is that Facebook finally got slammed with uh, a five billion dollar penalty over that Cambridge Analytical data breach. 
that happened a, a few years back. And we knew that this was coming. Uh, we just didn't know when it was going to hit. And actually, I forgot about it. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot about the breach, which is concerning. I, like, reading, finding the out reason, about this. Like the, right. the reason why we have Donald Trump as our president. Right. But, but people were talking about the Equifax data breach and how like they're offering at least 150 yep. bucks to I'm people. I'm getting mine. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Nice. I qualified. Nice. We'll talk about it. I did not qualify for that, but um I had forgotten about that too. Like not forgot about it, but it, it went on the back burner of my it's everything, head. man. That's Which all, is dangerous. That's, that's everything. Dangerous. That's like our that's like our media cycles right, right. now, right? It is absolutely our media cycles. Anyways, um the Federal Trade Commission just slammed Facebook with the $5 billion penalty. <laughs> $5. That'd be great. $5 <laughs> and also billions. <laughs> Don't you think that Zuckerberg, I mean, it's a lot of money, but if he was like, oh, $5 billion and you guys just like leave us alone now? I'll like, write that off. Great, no problem. I'll send you a check. Yeah, and, he's, and then that's that money. You're absolutely right. They will probably figure out some way to be like, well, then since we had to pay that fine, like we can't get taxed on that money. Yep. And now they just like won't pay taxes for like yep. five years or something. Yeah. And and Zuckerberg's worth like seventy five billion dollars. He's like, fine, I'll so I'll, I'll just take it. it out. I'll take cash out of my wallet here. I was actually thinking about that. Do you think that's what he actually did? Like, how much is he pulling from Facebook, and how much is he just going to handle personally? Because to me, I would just like. Oh no! I mean, it all comes from Facebook. I mean, his his value is so it's in, invested in Facebook. Yeah, right. It's so it's not very liquid. So like, he'll take a hit in that. Like the stock probably will take a hit from this kind of stuff. But and it's fine. It doesn't matter. It's fine. He's still here's five billion. It, it's like the the Bezos uh, uh, divorce. It's like what's five million of those or five billion of those people? Right. It's like fine. Here's five billion. Guess what? I still am worth seventy right. billion. Like I still have enough money to live ten thousand lifetimes if uh, I wanted to. Imagine, imagine living a life in which that is how you interact with the world. Uh, uh, here's the perfect uh, metaphor: Red Dead Redemption, which you love, the video game. Yeah, I love it. When you have to, when you do something wrong. They fine you, right? Honor, With, and yeah. it's like it's like, or it's even like bounties. Like you have to pay money sure. to whatever, but it's not real money to you. So what the fuck do you care if you have to pay three hundred dollars for, yeah, whatever? My lights are still on in the house, right? To keep that That's, PlayStation running. That he is essentially playing a video game of this world. Yeah. Money is not. And the like, thing is, like, even people that have like, even if people have like ten million dollars, they're still in a position where they're like, fine. money's not. Obviously, they can't pay a five billion dollar, but he doesn't think about like money. Like he's no. not thinking about. That's great. Money. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. It's so much money where you're just like, I don't even think of. I don't think of what things cost. I just get whatever I want. Right. And that's it. Right. It doesn't matter. Like well, and what... he hires people to think of what things cost. It doesn't even matter though. Yeah. Like it's that much money where you're just like, I just want this thing. Right. And I'm not going to be a douchebag and make my house like made up of like solid gold. But I can pretty much do it. But he was a douchebag. There was a story a few years back where he has property in Hawaii. Yeah. Where he's trying to like build a fence on like, 
ancient Hawaiian property. Whatever. Then he'll just buy all of Hawaii and tell <laughs> him to fucking get off the island. Like that's the thing. It's just like these. Like I can I can imagine. Like if you if I had seventy five billion dollars, yeah. Like I would be a different. Person. We, we talked about this. Like we, you would lose track of what you're gonna spend shit on. Like you couldn't spend that much. You can't. You would. You would. You would waste your day just trying to find stuff to, to buy. buy. Like going scrolling through Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like it's all the little incidentals where you're just like, no, we're only gonna go. Let's we'll go to the best restaurants. We're gonna go to like the best resorts. We're yeah. gonna fly private jets. Like every like it's just like everything is like uber convenience for you and every like you're in like every the way you uh traverse through life is tailored specifically to you where like nobody else lives like that there's always going to be a there's always going to be a a a bottleneck for everybody where it's like okay yeah yeah yeah, i'm like a high roller but then i get to the airport and i gotta fucking stand in line and wait for my like boarding yeah group where he's just like, no, I'm gonna I'm going jump right on in. my plane. I'm before the veterans, the the women with Beyond babies. The, yeah, I'm just getting on a plane by myself, right? And we're gonna play like racquetball on the plane. On the plane, God, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, along with the penalty, um, yep. Facebook has to make a lot of changes to its privacy standards. So Business Insider reported that Facebook is going to be required to restructure its board of directors, mandating an independent privacy committee. Um, The idea that uh, you're going to remove Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO, um, he's going to have unfettered control over user privacy and would be responsible for appointing compliance officers to Facebook's privacy program. Mm. Uh, So I don't know what that is going to entail or what that's going to change. It's, it, it says like there's going to be six of these new privacy requirements. So one is increased oversight of third party apps, which is probably a good idea. A ban on taking users phone numbers for security purposes and then using them for advertising, which is ideal. Uh, clearly alerting users and getting affirmative consent before using facial recognition, which won't happen. People ignore the shit out of that. No. Uh, establishing and maintaining a new and comprehensive data security program, whatever that means, encrypting user passwords and regularly scanning to see whether any passwords are being kept in vulnerable plain text format. And then the last one is a ban on asking for email passwords to other services when users sign up to Facebook. And he's like, fine, you want me to pay you $5 billion and then I have to abide by that and that's it? Fine. fine. We're doing, we are doing 800 other things that are so farther, so much more nefarious right. than that crap. Mm-hmm. Like you stupid fuckheads have no idea like how deep we are right. in our data. Like you have no idea. You just want us to be like, oh, face recognition and password encryption. It's like, dude, I don't. He's like, I don't give a shit about that. Um, Zuckerberg said that the company had asked one of its most quote unquote most experienced product leaders to take on a new role as chief privacy officer for products. He did not name the person. So, uh, there are public companies like, I'm not going to tell you. You know, it's funny about what you just said. I wonder how many people who were like, who slammed him with this penalty and these rules still go onto Facebook to check all of their news and their statuses. Probably a lot. But the funny thing is, like, <laughs> it's just, I, it's such a garbage heap. I can't even stand getting on Facebook anymore. Yeah. 
I, I've slowly transitioned back to Twitter because it's just a, a cleaner, more, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? To your point about like, a garbage heap, it's just, hard. Yeah. Like, look at this. Scrolling through this news feed. Oh, dude, it's a mess. I don't, I don't, and I just don't care. Like, I don't care enough about, like, what other people are doing and what they're posting about. It's like, it just doesn't affect me. Yeah. Like, if I give a shit about you, then we'll hang out. Yeah. Like, I just don't. What what did you say? You you care about seven people. That's about it. That's it. You're either in or out. And if you're on the fringe, then good luck. Good luck to you. Well, there's been some other stuff that's happening too. Is uh, Instagram? Uh, they just purged. Uh, they did a meme page purge and suspended dozens of accounts with millions uh, of combined followers, leaving some users without income. So, uh, oh wow. Yeah, they, they conducted what uh, users are calling a meme purge after accounts with large followings were permanently suspended on Thursday and Friday for violating the platform's terms of service. Uh, many of the accounts that were suspended took part in the networks where other Instagram users could pay to get their accounts promoted on popular pages, which had a combined reach of over 30 million uh, followers. Um, one Instagram user told, uh, uh, told Insider on Business Insider that uh, he was using his income from selling promotions to help pay for college while others claimed to make upward of $200,000 a year from the practice. So basically it was like people were finding like a loophole in terms of like promoting themselves and then using the, they're like, well, look, if I just pay Instagram like $400 or $100 to do this promotion, I can make $400 off of promoting another product or another page. So they would pay a hundred and then get three hundred dollars back, and then it was just a matter of like, right? How often do you like? So these people weren't necessarily doing anything wrong in that. Like, I think Instagram was just basically like, oh shit, yeah, like, oh yeah, people found a loophole. We should yeah. be making this money. Right. We shouldn't be taking a hundred dollars so that somebody else can make four hundred dollars. Yeah. We should make the four hundred dollars. I mean, good for the people who ex- who found. Because you know who they didn't suspend? Fuck Jerry. Mm. Like they're still running. Right. Like they're still they're still stealing memes. They're st- stealing content. Like none of that got stopped. Grinder was one of the ones that got stopped. It looks like. Yeah, but who list. knows if that's the real grind? Is it the real grinder oh, though? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, it's like some of these people, like this one dude, he was making, he's like, I was making $30,000 annually and just paying for college with it. And it was just like easy for him That's to be like, every day great. he just be like, oh, I'll just like do that. And he's like, he's like, it stinks. And they interviewed this guy and he's like, he's like, I'm not, he's like, I don't care. Right. Like, I'm not going to like try to like game this. He's like, I don't have time. I got finals. Right. He's like, I just found an easy way to make money, right. so I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was but like, he's like, I'm not. But now that you guys shut it down. He's like, I'm not trying to like exploit. Like my job isn't to exploit Facebook. I just found a loophole, used yeah. it, and was using it to pay for college. So yeah. good for that guy. Yeah. No, absolutely. And like, it it, it was harmless. He wasn't like a some douchey scammer. Who not really. Yeah, to... it didn't hurt anybody. Right. The only person, it, the only, uh, the only entity it hurt was Instagram because they realized they. And it didn't Had even it hurt them. No. They they just realized that they could be making more money this way. They could have just yeah. yeah. Why why have a middleman? Yeah. To scoop up all that money. Yeah. I I like this. This is good. This is like when a when a company learns from their consumers. I like that shit. Yep. 
That's Nobody nice. did anything necessarily right. like wrong yeah. here. People were using it, and then yeah. they were like, "This violates our terms of service." They're like, "Whatever." Yeah, because it technically does. It does, and you know, it's it's still it, it, this will get back to like, but this also becomes this like power play thing too, where where we're we're starting to see this more and more, where it's like you have to look at social media as almost like a utility, like water. Or gas, right. electricity. Yeah, where it's like, how much control they have to just like shut it off? Oh, totally. You know, like, what if the power company suddenly was like, you know what, we're only going to provide power to people who are Democrats. Mm-hmm. So if you're not a demo, if you're not a registered Democrat, we're not going to give you electricity. What a fun movie that would make. But you, I mean, no, but right? I know what you mean. But like, you like, if you started having that much power, because essentially, like these, you know, there's still ways to get around. I think people put too much stock in social media networks, yeah. like Facebook and Instagram, where it's like, like I've heard, I've heard the argument, like where they're a utility, but they're not. I cut mine off. Mm-hmm. Like I stopped using Facebook. My world didn't end. Right. I I definitely need water. Yeah. I definitely you need, need electricity. <laughs> right. But I do not need Facebook. I it, do not. It's, fun, I don't need it's it. funny that you're saying this because a lot of, there are times while I'll be at work where a lot of the coworkers, usually like the younger demographic mm-hmm. who like just started a full-time job, were like, oh my God, did you hear how long fa- Instagram has been down today? And like I use Instagram a lot. I like Instagram. But um, if it's down, I just, you know. Who cares? Yeah, like do something else. You what are you I mean? doing all day? I would go up to them like, wait yeah. a minute. Right. What are you doing here? Checking Facebook or Instagram. You're on Instagram that much yeah. that you're concerned of its downtime? Have you ever seen the Simpsons episode where it's the itchy and scratchy, it's the itchy and scratchy rewrites, and uh, they just get boring and boring because Marge is like trying to write them, and so all the kids just decide to go out and play outside. Oh, yeah, 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 That's yeah. what this would turn into. Yep, Exactly. Um, which, oh, by the way, I'm going back and watching all the Simpsons episodes. Oh, all right. From episode one all the way. You're going to do all 29 seasons? I'm going to do all seasons. Damn. I want to ride that train. Yeah. It'd be fun. What season are you in? I'm only on like season two. I just watched like the first season. All right. But if you want to catch up. Oh, yeah. I can easily catch up. Yeah. I watch those. I watch those to fall asleep at night. The funny thing is like the the original seasons, the first seasons, like Mm -hmm. first two seasons, for instance, it's sort of like when I watch those, I'm like, oh, damn, I didn't realize this was like the first season. I thought this was like three or four. Oh, funny. Like it was like there there was a sophistication and yeah. it, it ramped very quickly. Like yeah. it goes from like the Christmas episode to all of a sudden you're like, man, there's like classics in yeah. here. Like from the get go. Like, And the animation is so wonderful. Yeah. The shadows. The sh- like. Uh-huh. I know. You're always about the shadows. I'm always in the about the shadows. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. All right, Stevie. Uh, we were going to talk about the Equifax. Main thing is go out, check that out. Tristan checked hers. She was clean. I checked mine. Apparently, there was a little bit of a uh, little dirt on my nose. So I got 125 bucks nice. in my way. Good. They they also they give you the option, too. Like They're like, hey, your data's been breached. I'm like, great. You aren't telling me what the data is. Yeah. They just know it's been breached. And they're like, you can either... We can either send you a check for $125 or we can give you like, I don't know, like a discount on their services. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I don't even know what, the, I don't even know what you guys are. Just send me my money. Tell, tell the people how you can do that. 
Uh, I don't know. Just Google search it. Okay. Say Equifax payout. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you do it? Well, Come I on, mean, but, you know, like some people might you not. You go know in there and you like punch in your information. There's links everywhere, but look for the Equifax payout. I would. It would behoove you to at least check it out. Get your money. It wouldn't hurt anything. It doesn't hurt anything. I got 125 bucks coming my way. I think people who are getting 20, that you can get up to $20,000, you're probably in like deep shit. Deep shit right <laughs> now, though. You probably want to check more. This though. isn't a lottery win. Right. Like if you're getting 20 grand, like there's a they, big problem. They did something so bad where like your, your grandchildren yeah. will never be able to work again. Yeah. Kind of bad. So, um, but oh shit, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Let's keep it rolling. Oh, oh, they Equifax would probably is in a position where they would much rather be doing this than the alternative, which is like just getting like slammed with more and more class action lawsuits. That's a lot of money. One hundred twenty-five bucks to one hundred and forty-seven million people. So that's a you know it's like a, a two what two billion dollar payout. Yeah, something like that. Three billion dollar payout. Anyway. We'll stay on top of it. I'm going to let you know as soon as I get that check, yeah. though, I'm taking you to the signature room. Oh, wow. We're going. We're we, gonna, gonna, we haven't gone this year. Equifax is going to pay for our brunch. Hell yeah. For our inferior men brunch this year. Hell yeah. I we like that. We haven't been there. All right. So uh, while we figure out uh, uh, all that stuff, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. And we are back on Inferior Men with Chris and Steve. Uh, There's one thing I forgot to tell you when we were doing the wedding recap is we had a cookie table at our wedding. Oh, yeah, the, you Pits- know, the Pittsburgh cookie table. Which is a Pittsburgh tradition. Uh, Nat's family brought that to Chicago. And it was such a hit at our wedding that uh, somebody called it out on KDKA radio. No way. Are you familiar with it? Yeah, well KDK is in Pittsburgh. Sure. In fact, it's the only KDK is the only uh, affiliate uh, radio or television uh, on the East Coast that starts with a K. Everything is a W. K is actually a West Coast <laughs> fun thing. Fun call, fact. Call letter. Okay. Um, so KDKA in Pittsburgh is the only radio and television station that has a K that starts with this call letters. There you go. Now, her mom, my mother-in-law, had told us, she was like, hey, someone had told me that you got a call out on KDKA. They were talking about cookie tables on the show, and somebody had called in and been like, Steve and Ellie's uh, wedding was in Chicago, but they brought a cookie table there. So we we're like, who who did that? Who who was it? Like who called in this radio station? And she didn't know. A few days later, we find out it was her grandma. <laughs> Isn't that adorable? That's great. That's so sweet, grandma. Uh, but yeah, we were featured. I thought you would like that because that was it. like Chris probably knows that station. I do. Um, also, one other thing, you. So we talked about the bachelor party, but you had at the end of it ended with a Steve Hunt roast. Oh, God. And I only remember, by that time, we had been drinking from 10 in the morning till like, 11 o'clock at night when the roast happened, right? So I only remember bits and pieces of your roast. You have to... I want you to send me it. Well, not only that, what I'll do is... Re-record it. I'm going to record it today. Okay. 
with you here. We'll wait till after the show. And so when the show ends, and yeah. we usually have that like end bumper, whatever the Stick hell you call on. we'll do the whole roast. Okay. So after, that. it'll be our end credit scene. At the end of the credits, or whatever. Now, fun fact, yeah. for a lot of our listeners, some a lot of people like drop off when that end credits the end credits roll. Mm-hmm. But uh, since I'm a nerd and I'm a Marvel nerd and Marvel always does the after credits You gotta stick scene, around, yeah. There's little bits back there, There's little there, Easter guys. eggs. There's yep. little Easter eggs back we'll there. We'll leave an Easter egg for you. You'll get to hear the entire roast of nice. Steve Hun by me. I love it. That happened at his wedding, cause, or his uh, bachelor party. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, and we'll do that after the show today. Uh, one other thing before we dive back into business. Oh, there's so much. There's, there's a lot of moving parts on this second half of yeah. the show. Back, back to the bachelor party. Steve yeah. got me a gift. Well, that was this is your groom's present. Groomsman groomsman present. present. Um, Steve and I both love the show Hot Ones. Yep, and we love hot sauce. Uh, we love hot sauce. And so and Steve uh, gave me a, a really nice uh, present for being one of his groomsmen. He gave me uh, three bottles of hot sauce from Hot Ones, one of which is the last step. So if you watch the show, we love the show. Uh, it's... It's the last hot sauce that they eat on the show. It's really hot. It's got Carolina Reaper. I ate some uh, the other night with Tristan. It was delicious. It gets really hot. But we're going to do that at the end of the show. Yeah. So during the last <laughs> segment, we'll start to eat it because it usually takes about like five to ten minutes to kick in. Yeah. And so the then we'll end the show uh, in in a little bit of pain. So we'll do it. Since I gave you it as a groomsman, yeah. in our playlist, we have newlywed advice. There it is. We're going to eat it. We'll eat it before you give me newlywed before advice. Before I give you newlywed advice, and then <laughs> <laughs> that should that should finish the show up real nice for everybody. I'm excited. Um, okay. But before that, uh, one of my favorite segments on Inferior Men, as you know, is yay or nay. Yeah. And I've seen a lot come through this past uh, month as we took a little break. Uh, and I want to present to you my favorites that I found. Okay. Um, one of which is a cheese. Now, Chris, you love cheese. Mm-hmm. Right? I love everybody loves cheese. Um, what is your favorite type of cheese? Like, what is what kind of cheese does Chris Torre like? Mm, I I mean, when it comes down to it, I really like stuff that's like a little more um, like blue cheese. I like stuff that's like really sharp or really kind of funky. I like those kind of oh, cheeses. Oh, then you would you might like this one. Okay. <clears throat> There's a cheese called Kasu Marzu maggot cheese. Now, I might be pronouncing that right. Yeah. I probably nailed maggot. But in uh, Sardinia's, uh, uh, Sardinia has an illegal maggot cheese uh, that is literally crawling with maggots. And it's considered oh, they're alive? the most dangerous cheese in the world. That's gross. It is like the most rotten cheese that you could have. That's gross. Now, it's considered dangerous, but apparently no one's ever gotten sick uh, from it. But yeah, it's considered it dangerous? dangerous because um, there are maggots. <laughs> filled with maggots. That are oh. making the cheese softer on the inside. I don't know about this. So it's probably like a really, really soft brie if you will it's probably the most spreadable cheese that you could ever have yeah it's fine i uh, uh, do you do you want me to yay or nay this thing? oh yeah that's part of no, the segment i'm not eating worms you would never eat well you don't have to eat worms you could probably eat around them the process is, is that they start by cutting a hole in a wheel of pecorino uh, cheese. Yeah, pecorino cheese, allow, <laughs> allowing a fly to enter and lay its larva. It's gross, though. It's really dirty. Then the maggots grow within three to six weeks, and then they give that cheese its creamy, spreadable texture. I don't. 
No. No? I just, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's. It also has a spicy flavor, considered to be from the maggots. From the maggots are <laughs> spicy? I just don't know. This is one of those things where it gets a little too far in the weeds now would you do the you know how they have that tequila in mexico where you with the with the um with like a it has a it has a worm in it right, right? it's right. usually like a uh uh like a wormwood worm <laughs> what is it it's like some sort of like right wood worm yeah. of some sort right um yeah but that thing's been sitting in like 90 proof alcohol <laughs> it's like sanitized like these are just you're just like if you came across like this is no different then if you came across a carcass of a deer that was filled with maggots and ate it, it's a little different. It's not you couldn't much. Eat that deer, but you you shouldn't be able to eat this either, man. These are filled with it like said, the the thing said that no one's gotten harm from it. But how many people have actually eaten this crap? Mm, that's and true. I just I I don't know. I'm just I'm very skeptical because like flies could carry all sorts of diseases, and the maggots are like babies. It's not. It's not a good idea to eat this. Probably not. There, there, there's other ways to have. Like, I've had some really fantastic cheeses lately, which are which are really funky and dank and just like and just like uh, really out there. They don't they aren't filled with maggots, and I don't know if I need to have. Like, I don't know if I've exhausted the spectrum of cheeses where I have to try that. Yeah, I feel like I need to try another. 5,000 cheeses before I get to the point where I'm like, I'm bored. Yeah. I need to eat the maggot cheese. I think now. I would try it. I think I would try it. I no, would I mean, try a little dab. It's, it's a fucking. It's, it's, a it's one of those idea. that was like created out of necessity. Like they just had cheese lying around that had maggots, but they're like, fuck, we have to eat it. And now it's like a delicacy. Kind and of nobody thing. like, yeah, nobody wanted that to happen. All right, one nay. All right, the next nay is this giant slice of pizza that holds. One pound of little pepperoni cups. It's a two-foot slice of pizza from That's Pizza great. Barn. One super slice equals seven regular slices combined. And it's seven. bigger than an that entire That looks way bigger pizza. than seven slices. That looks like, I don't know what you consider a slice of pizza, but those are so stupid. Over 270 slices of pepperoni. Dude, that's so big. That's not even a slice. That's just... It's from it's from Yonkers. You can get it in Yonkers, New York. Yeah. And here's the owner. Well, you know, <laughs> we made this big fucking slice of pizza. Oh, idiot. <laughs> idiot. Like, you're talking to him. Oh, super. Hashtag super slice. Yeah. Hashtag super slice. Uh, Shut up. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would enjoy this slice of pizza. Is it good? Right. I, it probably is not. This good. goes back to the same thing. Does it taste good? Am I gonna eat the maggot cheese? Am I gonna eat? Is the is it good? Is it the best cheese in the world? Probably not. Well, then I'm not eating it. Is this eight eight thousand <laughs> calorie slice of pizza the best slice? Like, or I could just go and get like a two dollar slice that's right. in like you know in Brooklyn that's like far superior right far superior these are the photo ops these are the instagram photo ops it's this big shit it's like it's yeah. like eat this eight pound burger eat the fucking you know 80 ounce steak right that's all this is it's like any asshole can make a look giant at, like look at this woman try and eat this pizza i know she looks like an idiot <laughs> like like if you look at that she looks like a freaking idiot <laughs> if you went 
<laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> you do. And, and it doesn't take any skill to do that. All you have to do is just make something big. Right. Just have more dough. Steve, we could open up a restaurant tomorrow, and I could say, we have a 10-pound hamburger, and if you eat the whole thing, I'll give it to you for free. And we would get... So much money. We would get into every single newspaper. Yeah. We would have a, a stupid video on BuzzFeed. Yep. All the, all the dummy outlets, Yeah. as I call them, Yeah. would just clamor over it for an hour. Mm-hmm. And that was that would be it. And then you'd get to like print out those articles and frame them and yeah. put them up in your restaurant. Yeah. But then you'd be like, oh shit, I got to get the bun mm. for this hamburger. Mm-hmm. And we only sell one of these a week. And then people come in and they're like, I want it. And they're like, we don't have the bun. And they're like, well, I'm leaving. Yeah. And it's like, that's okay. That, that hamburger is just all sawdust anyway. So answer the question. You're an A. That giant slice hey, of pizza. Hey, man. I just want to give me good pizza. <laughs> I, I I made pizza here last night oh. for my wife. Oh, thanks for I the invite. I did a 10-hour ferment on the dough. Must have been and nice. And it was delicious. Mm. It was Would so I good. I had it. I, you're always welcome in this home. This, and, and the doors you, are open. And you as well. Yeah. In this right. home. In what? My home? In your home. Yeah, well, you can just come over whenever. <laughs> but that pizza slice, that's so stupid. And, all right. for, and it's also not a pizza slice. It, I would be more impressed if that came from an actual pizza. Because that, that pizza oh, slice like, is yeah. a, just a pizza right. that's shaped like a slice. Show me the full pizza. Show me the pizza that's like a 10-foot diameter pizza that you've cut a giant slice from. Now I'm impressed. No, I'm not impressed by you making a pizza-slice-shaped pizza, pizza slice shaped pizza. Okay, two nays. Two nays. Here's the last one. Two nays. Paps Blue Ribbon just uh, oh, God, released dude, I saw this a hard coffee. I saw this in the grocery store, and then I saw you put it on the list. It's, I mean, there's... So- it's their answer because Americans are buying less an beer. Answer, I love how yeah. it's always like it's an ant, like because that's always like the, the the first thing like when you're starting a business or a new project. Like, what's what is the problem? What's the problem you're answering? And they're like, this is what we're answering. People, you're welcome. People you're fucking wanted, welcome. People wanted to drink the shittiest beer in the world mixed with coffee, and we did it. Yep, they're trying hard coffee now. And you know, it just I mean, looks really like care. it just looks like shit. It looks like nasty. It looks like um, a Pabst Blue Ribbon can. It's a Pabst Blue Ribbon can that's with brown. Like, that's brown. That's all. And I'm not gonna drink that. Um, you can't use beer, right? I'm assuming they didn't mix beer with coffee. Of course they did. No, I mean they use like malt. Oh yeah, a different type of malt. It's not like the. PBR. Well, Mike get. Mike's Hard Lemonade is like a malt beverage. Yeah. Mike's Hard Lemonade is like beer technically. Like they're like the way you get to the alcohol is is how you define it. They're not just putting like vodka or Baileys in in coffee and putting it in a can. NPR reported someone who was quoted saying, "It's kind of tastes like Starbucks frappuccino. Honestly, that's what it reminds me of. There is no beer taste. That's because Pap says it's hard coffee is made with malt beverage. There you go." There you go. Exactly what you said. That's fine. I mean, hey, whatever. I'll yay this. I'm not going to drink it. There is a ton of like crap out there in terms of like alcohol or ter- alternatives to like vodka and spirits and, and beer. Like you always get like the wine coolers and stuff like right. that. So fine. If they if they make good with it, 
the, I don't really care. I'll never drink it. I'll the, never drink it personally. The big thing around the water cooler these days is the White Claw, the hard seltzer. Oh, the hard seltzer. I've never had those. Yeah. Have you? No. No. I just, I don't know. Um, <laughs> One of the dudes was quoted saying, or one of the, the women who they interviewed said, I could probably take it to work and no one would know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. There's a giant Paps Blue Ribbon logo on that can. No, but if you put it in like a, uh, I guess a thermos. But you could do that with like like just a big thing of like Schmirnoff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's the air nay. Right. Two nays and a yay. Two nays. Two nays and a yay. All right. So we got a couple things here. One, one of which is uh, that whole. Area 51 horse shit that's going on, on the internet right now. <laughs> yeah. Where one point, as of today, 1.9 million people have, have signed up to participate in the Area 51 raid set for September 20th. That's about 200,000 more stormers since last week. Uh, so perhaps this is shaping up to be a real thing. I don't know what these people are thinking. Number one. Right. Let's just do a quick recap of what our military is in America. We have enough nuclear weapons <laughs> to destroy the earth. Like the entire world. The entire world. The entire 50 world. times over. Right. And that's just those weapons. Yeah. That's not like the other stuff that we have. So you guys can all get in a nice big clustered circle and the government will they be would, like, great. They would prefer it. I'll push a button and right. then we'll just be like zip, zip, zoop. Right. We'll just take out, I hope 2 million people show up and I hope they're all annihilated we don't have to deal with them anymore just do a test <laughs> just do a test bomb right on that crowd these idiots i i do you really and then the thing is like people are like they can't kill us all are you really let me ask you this question do you really care enough about ufos that you're willing to they risk do. your life you're they willing really to do. die to yeah. get the truth because yeah. i personally I assume that they have UFOs yeah. there, and I don't care. I don't care. I just don't <laughs> care. Like, I'm great. And if they don't, I don't care either. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter. We have a, you and I have a healthy relationship with sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, there's people, part of me feels like there's people who are doing this for other reasons outside of, like, wanting to see aliens. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's a, it's a true, like, just, like, fuck you government move. That's yeah. not going to do well. Because here's the thing. It's, I mean, it's conspiracy theorists. There's, there's people. And then, obviously, it's like 99% of these people won't show up either. They're just right. like, I'll sign up. Right, right, right. Just right. to make the number get big and right. make, no it, make it seem crazy. Now, let's say you get across the fence without being shot. There's still doors. You know, like, there's still doors with codes that you have to figure out how to pry open. Yeah. There's stairwells. There's another set of doors. No one's getting in there. Yeah, they're like, uh, humana, 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 humana. Uh, I don't have the key. I don't have the key to the. They do a retinal, retinal, like retinal stand. Right. I can't quite get in. Right. And they're like, oh, what are we gonna do now, Todd? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't think think this went the whole way through. I think it's very silly. If one person comes out of there with an alien, then good for them. But that's probably not gonna happen. And you know what's funny is that the media would be like, if this actually happened, which I don't think is gonna actually happen. Uh, they're gonna be like our government shot down a whole bunch of people and like how dare they and it's like well those people shouldn't have been raiding 
to try and find aliens. So last week, Bud Light jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, of course. Now all with... the brands are gravitating towards this whole. Well, when you say situation. there's two million people, yeah. they're like, we... all the brands are like, ding, Jack. This is easy. We got two million yeah. captive audience members. Uh, they jumped on the ba- bandwagon with the promise of free beer to any alien escapees, which all these people should be considered that. But all of these people love Bud Light. Like, it's genius. And now Arby's is stepping in with a special <laughs> top secret menu. So Arby's is going to show up, yeah. and they're going to have a uh, like a like just an Arby's roadmobile or whatever, and they're going to have a special menu just for that day. Yep. Which is great. Brilliant. So nothing... The fact that... This is this is how serious corporate America is taking this. Like, oh, two million people want to violently storm Area 51. We'll show up with roast beefs. <laughs> so... <laughs> and, and, like, the show. This show, Inferior Men, is so funny because... What what pisses us off about brands mm. and what we are delighted to see brands do mm. is so night and day, it, it cracks me up. Because you and I mm. sit here and we're like, of course, that's brilliant. Of course, take advantage of this. It's just number. It's like bullshit. a numbers game. Like, too many people, great. We'll show up and we'll sell roast beef sandwiches. But at the same time, it's like, this. they're, they're pr- positioning this as if it means something so much. And then all the corporate America is like, we'll capitalize on it. We'll make money. <laughs> if you get shot dead. Yeah. I don't care. As long as you have a roast beef, as long as you have curly fries in your hands right. Right. when you die. Wouldn't that be great? Like like the Kent State riots were like, you know, folded in Ohio. You know, we have we have a we have a, a situation like that at Area 51 where it's just like there's pictures of piles of dead bodies with like Arby's wrappers and like Bud Light cans. Not so funny anymore, Not so huh? Funny anymore, Not Arby's. such a great marketing ploy, huh? Arby's? Well, and then and then of course the next step for Arby's to do is to write this like, our hearts go out to the families who yeah. like lost their alien loving family members. Anyways, come on down. We'll treat you to a free Arby's. Don't worry. None of this shit is ever going to escalate <laughs> no, to anything. Of These not. people are all of cowards. If they really wanted to like storm something, like there's a million. We have a government right now that is so dysfunctional, and you can get like you can't get two million people to storm the fucking White House, but you can get two million people to storm like an alien bank <laughs> in New Mexico. Alien bank. Also, the these people who are gung ho about sci fi in such this way should know every sci fi movie that is like let's release the aliens, let's take these aliens has resulted in a bad, bad thing that happens. No one learns. Nobody learns. Nobody learns. Nobody learns. All right, Stevie. But you know uh, who does learn? What? Who? Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. Oh, yeah, man. So you almost Cheez- forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Cheez-It and a box wine company are teaming up. Now, really fast, this article was uh, submitted to us uh, by uh, my brother-in-law and sister. Oh, nice. So... As a reminder to everybody who listens, send us shit. We'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like our families. Like specifically our families. <laughs> Eight people. And it's topical because my brother-in-law was the yeah. officiant of our wedding. He so was. Tying he was. it all together to this episode. Uh, Housewine and Kellogg are partnering, partnering yep. to sell a wine and cheese it box. That's a box of red wine and a box of cheese its uh, Not cheese it flavored wine. Great. Uh, so Kellogg's plan, 
get people excited about the 98-year-old Cheez-It brand. Who the hell doesn't like Cheez-Its? <laughs> like, honestly. And it kind of looks stupid. And also, like... Why does it look stupid? I it's mean, just a box. It's a genius idea. It's kind of gross. It's one of those genius PR ideas that I can I mean, get I like it. I, I'm it's not... kind of gross. What are you talking about? I don't know. What is gross about it? It's half wine, and then the other half is just Cheez-Its in a box. It's a weird... And then what else do you put? What's the next box? You know over? what? I bet it's hard to carry. <laughs> yeah, because it's all uneven. Yeah. Like one side's like a lot heavier than the yeah. other. Because one side's all liquid. My sister pointed out that they should, like, what if people don't like a red wine? You should have different options: white this... wine, rosé, or maybe you don't like Cheez-Its. So then we're going down too many wormholes here. The bottom line is, I don't know. To put... your point, I don't know who doesn't like Cheez-Its. Why don't they just make a box of like it? To me, it's well. The reason why I think it's gross because I feel like it's like. When you go to those like mashup stores where they have like the KFC, sure, the Yum brands, the the, the Cheeto KFC sandwich, where it's like we got the KFC lunch buffet and a Taco Bell lunch buffet. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. It's and like a Pizza, pizza Hut, <laughs> everything. Oh no no oh, and you thought you were just getting Pizza Hut? No, sorry, we got A and W burgers here too. Right, and you're like, what are you guys doing? Sure. What is happening here? Yeah. Fine. I mean, look, it's it's not doing anything for Cheez-Its. I don't get it. I, I went into Target no, yesterday. You're right. They had a box that was like extra toasted. I'm like, so what? Now you're just putting all the extra, like all the burnt ones in a box? But you know, like, like Cheez-Its, the company, they get bored. Like you can only release so many flavors before you like want to do it's something like this. cheddar cheese crackers. I There's know, nothing... but like brands always are looking to like revitalize and like revamp their own brand. Well, they should do something crazy. They should go to Area 51. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and they should put Cheez-Its in a minigun <laughs> and, and mow fire. down. Just mow down all those people that sure. are going to storm it. There's an idea. And they use it as ammunition. Chris Torre, brand manager. Yeah. Hire him. Yeah. You get the Fifth Amendment people. You get like you get everybody on board. Being a person who works in an advertising agency, I would love to just get you one day into just a brainstorm session. And just see but I want to be with. like I want to be the chief marketing officer, and I'm like, all right, people, this is what we're doing today. Just throw away everything you've been working on. We're doing this <laughs> with Cheez It, and they're like, they're not even yeah. like they're not even a client of ours. You're working on this all day today. Yeah. All right, let's do this. All right, let's do this. Okay, so we're gonna do a little bit of wedding advice. But first, newlywed advice. But first, we're gonna do a last, a last dab. Uh, Steve just grabbed us a couple beers so we can wash down the last dab. I believe this is one million Scoville Carolina Reaper, um, special edition hot sauce. Uh, Let me see that bottle. Yep. Here you go. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna do this. We'll give a little bit of wedding advice. Uh, this was a present that Steve gave me for being a, a groomsman. A great his... groomsman. Great. Cheers. Cheers. To Chris Torre. That's right. Being right. one of the seven people in Chris's yeah. life. For... I assume I'm on that list. Here or there. Nice. All right. Let's see I like we can... these little crumbles of chips. Yeah, I know. We don't have a whole ton of chips here. So, <laughs> all right. Let me try to get some of this 
Now, Carolina Reaper is said to be currently on the market as the hottest. It's one of the hottest. Yeah. There, I think there are maybe hotter ones out there right now, but I'm trying to wait my... Don't. Oh, it's on my fingers. There you go. That's good? All right. That's good. Let's eat that. Cheers. Mmm. It's good. It's hot. Right? It's hot. <laughs> Hits you right in the back of the throat. It's really hot. All right. So it gets you immediately, <laughs> but I'm fine right now, right? Yeah. It's going to get worse. Okay. So <clears throat> we just ate <laughs> We just ate the Reaper. Yeah. We just ate a Carolina Reaper. I'm going to try to give a little bit of wedding advice. So what, what do you want to know about right now? Like well, what's, what's on your mind as a newlywed? Um, so a lot of people are like, what does it feel like? And it doesn't feel any different. Which shouldn't in it. A, in, not in a bad right? way. Yeah. So, you know, we're like two weeks into being married, right? So, I don't know. Give me like the first six months. Does anything change? Not really. Yeah. That's a thing. Right. And it shouldn't. And the, and the dum-dums that say it does, and that it's like this this major sea change in their life. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly, they, they like have a weird relationship with their spouse. Right. They're the same people who are like, I'm not going to marry a man until he gives me like a one carat diamond. Or this is like, my wife's a nag. And it's just like, that mentality, it's like, how are you ever happy with anything in your life? Right. Like, wh- how do you care about anything? Stevie, it's I'm, it's definitely hitting you, I'm isn't getting, it? I'm getting the hiccups. You already got hiccups on it. It's hot, right? It's good, though. Like, it's, it's good. legit. It's, it's yeah. flavorful and tastes great. But I can feel like the embers burning. Oh, it's hot under my tongue. Yeah, it's hot. <sighs> All right, keep going. No. So you and Tristan have been married five years. Five years. It's been five years since I've been at your wedding. I was at your wedding. It'll be five years. Uh, Do you remember August sixteenth? Do I remember my wedding vaguely? Yes. What was your favorite part about your wedding? Dancing. Yeah. You guys had a good dancing. Uh... Well, because most weddings, <laughs> like we seriously did it like our way, right? Yeah. So we. Like most weddings, it's like, we're going to have like a speech from these people, and we're going to have a dance with these people. And we kind of did it loosely, but at the same time, we basically just were like, everybody show up, get drunk, we're going to get married, we're going to eat tacos, and we're going to dance. I didn't do any of that horse shit where I walked around and thanked every person. There's people that came to my wedding, I didn't even fucking see them. I was like, fuck off. My dance party's going on right now. But anyway, <laughs> in terms of newlywed... Yeah, so what, what what have you interest and done in the five years that have have you made sure to keep your marriage happy? I don't know. You just gotta like it's just open communication lines, right? Yeah, yeah. Most people don't want that. They start sectioning themselves off. They start having that's where you get like man caves, that's where you get like all the fucking weird like uh shit where it's like Husband and wife, where they start like splitting off and just like they're like, I can't stand the other person, and it's like funny. Yeah, it's like it shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, don't you want to just like hang out with that other person? Um, this hot sauce is hot, but it's good hot. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not like bullshit hot where you're like down on the ground because they like hit you. Like they make sure to make it good. Like yeah, I would it want good. It tastes good. Yeah. It tastes good. You'll have dragon butt tomorrow. 
Like tell you're, tell you're, the people with dragon butter. Well, it's when you when you've eaten a lot of hot sauce. Yeah. One day, and then the next morning, you poop, and it's your, and butt, your butthole. Your butt gets really hot. Like you can, your butt is like the lips of your mouth <laughs> that has had hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. This I this actually isn't bothering me too much today. It, it's hitting me. Yeah. Yeah. It's doing a thing, but it's not like I'm not like weeping, crying. No, and the worst is over now. Like you're probably coming down from it. You're coming down from it. Yeah, it's good. But anyway, though, man. Steve, that's your that's your wedding advice, my friend. Um, is to uh, just keep the the lines of uh, communication open. Cheers. Cheers to that. To good marriages, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us today on Inferior Men. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and write a review. Inferior Men is part of the Universe Head Podcast Network. To check out more content from us and find other great Universe Head podcasts, go to universehead.com. We'll see you next week. And remember, the Superior Man has his roast red on a podcast. Join us next week <laughs> for another episode of... Inferior man. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> All right, you ready for this? Uh, yes, the rest of Steve Hunt. Yeah, now, I remember parts of this. Yeah. All right, here we go. Steve, it was truly a great honor to be asked to be one of your groomsmen. I'm sure it took you a lot of careful thought and consideration to figure out which of your friends would actually show up somewhere on time. All in all, we've had uh, a lot of fun so far today, and Steve, it will be even more fun for me if uh, you could break down in tears and run off somewhere around 9.45 p.m. We're, we kind of have a pool goal going on that right now. So as you know, uh, Steve and I record a podcast together. It all started about two years ago after some horrible failures in our lives, which yeah. was also around the same time Steve had a clear line view of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> the most infectious thing about Steve is his laugh. Well, maybe the second most infectious thing. He did spend a full year on Bumble. <laughs> and sure. I, I know I've, uh, I've, I poke a lot of fun at the, those mobile uh, hookup apps. But where else are you going to find people with severe mental illnesses who are hornier than Austin on Molly, uh, hornier than Garrett listening to NPR, or uh, hornier than Brett when he blinks. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, it, it's, re <laughs> it's really great that you put your phone down for a minute and found Natalie. Uh, she is kind, funny, smart, and beautiful. It makes me really excited. Really excited that we'll get to do this all again in just a couple years. <laughs> Now, you and Nat met while you were doing the show Not As Advertised, which was also around the same time I knew my PH friends would soon be available to hang out on the weekends. <laughs> Meeting the love of your life in that show was like, doing, uh, like, was like going on a first date in Auschwitz. 
It was like watching two cows fuck on the way to the slaughterhouse. That show sucks so bad, I thought it was Don't Pass Go. No, literally, I originally wrote this joke with Don't Pass Go, and Tristan corrected me. And that was a rough show. But time helps things <laughs> fade like pain, failure, and Steve's hairline. Yep. Uh, Steve's hairline screams, my name is Eddie Munster and I'm a pederast. Steve's hair is so thin, it makes his stomach jealous. Steve's hair is thinner than the guest list at Amy and Drew's wedding. No, no. Steve, we're all here today because we love you. And uh, you are here today because you love to be the center of attention. Uh, It's an honor to be your friend and be part of your wedding. Love you, pal. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. That was a good one. Yeah. I forgot I forgot <laughs> most of those parts. That was good. Yeah. That I was the only good. one to actually You were the only one who was prepared. That was well, that was the thing. We had the 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 that reply all nonsense. And it was like we're gonna do a roast. So I'm like, great. Like I said, just tell me what you want me to do. Yeah. I'll take care of it. And that's what happened. We did it. All right, buddy. That roast. <laughs>